Hello, beautiful people. I am so glad you're here. Welcome to your Spiritual Guru podcast. I'm your host and spiritual guru, Erin. I've been on my own spiritual journey for the past two years, and it's an honor to walk beside you as you navigate through your own. This podcast is for anyone who is wanting to do inner work, get more in tune with themselves, heal past traumas, and find their inner power. If that's you, then sit tight because this is going to get deep. You ready? Hello, hello. Welcome back. If you're listening to this when this episode comes out, it is Friday and I hope you've had an amazing week. Last episode, we talked about the third chakra in our body, which is our solar plexus chakra. Now we're going to move into the heart chakra. This is my favorite chakra for a few reasons. One, it's the fourth chakra in our body, and four is my favorite number. Two, it's represented by the color green, which is my favorite color. And three, the heart chakra's element is air, which is the element of my zodiac sign, Aquarius. So I just it just feels really, really aligned for me. But anyway, enough about me. Let's dive into the heart chakra. Like I mentioned, this is the fourth chakra in our bodies. It's located in the center of your chest where your heart space is, and it connects to our emotional self. When the chakra is blocked or off balanced, we may be overloving, jealous, you may have fear of abandonment and feel lonely, angry, or bitter. When the chakra is open and balanced, you may feel joy, love, compassion, gratitude. If this chakra is one that you need to work on, here are a few ways to do that. And again, as always, take what resonates and leave what doesn't. Let's start with visualization. Like I said, the heart chakra is green. So I want you to close your eyes if it's safe to do so and picture a green closed rosebud. You know how the rosebud looks when the flower is closed. I want you to picture this until you can see every detail in the front of your mind. Focus on steadying your breathing. Now, imagine this rosebud opening up petal by petal as you inhale. And when you exhale, release any negative energy or emotions that may be stuck within that rosebud. Take your time with this as you slowly bloom. Now, let's talk about food. With the heart chakra's color being green, you can heal it by eating green foods like spinach, kale, lettuce, broccoli, green beans, cabbage, zucchini, green apples, pears, grapes, kiwis, and avocado, my personal favorite. If you're into into crystals like I am, then you can try wearing or carrying with you some malachite, emerald, uh, those are two of my favorites, jade or peridot. If you're someone who likes scents, you can heal with aromatherapy with scents like Lang Lang, that's spelled Y-L-A-N-G, Y-L-A-N-G, pine, rose, jasmine, or rosewood. And like I said, the heart chakra's element is air, and you can connect with air by 
driving with the windows down or just by going outside and enjoying the breeze. If you're into yoga, you can try cat-cow pose. And if you're flexible, you can do camel pose. These poses really stretch your chest, which is where your heart chakra is located, right? So y'all know what time it is. Now that we have gone over how to heal the chakra physically, it's time to talk about healing it internally. This chakra for me is one that I've had to work on continuously and, and I still have to to this day. Um, I'm going to share my story and where I found this chakra show up most in my life. And then hopefully you can relate to it or it will speak to a certain situation in your life as well. Most of the work that I've had to do with this chakra has to do with my romantic relationships, okay? For me, after doing a lot of inner work and shadow work and asking myself hard questions, I really got down to the root of it. So in my past relationships, I always felt really drained. I always felt like I was giving more than I was receiving, that I was always more invested in the relationship than my partner was. And this goes back to how you may feel when your heart chakra is blocked or off balance, right? With the feeling of being over loving. So I always had this feeling of, God, why does this always happen to me? You know, when, when the relationship would end, I always felt drained and like I had lost myself in that relationship. And, you know, I have experienced a lot of loss in my life. I mentioned before in my first episode that I was a part of a religion that I was born into and was never really given a choice. And then when I was 16, I made the choice to leave that religion. Well, what I didn't tell you was that almost my entire family basically disowned me for lack of a better term and has not spoken to me since. Well, except for when my mom passed away a year later when I was 17. But I'll touch on that in another episode when I talk about grief. But literally, in a single moment, one decision, I lost almost all of my family. Not only that, but my parents got divorced when I was really young. I think I was like six. My dad was a truck driver at the time, so I maybe saw him once a year, if that but I always loved my dad and I had a really close relationship with him. So in doing this inner work, I had to ask myself where that trigger lied because I realized that my over loving came from a place of fear of abandonment. So because I was so afraid of being abandoned, I would overcompensate or over love or over attach and like I said in my previous episode, I was very much a pick me. Like, you know, I would try to prove that I was worthy of love or worthy of reciprocity. And, you know, that goes to my need for control, right? I was trying to control the outcome of something or control how a person treated me with my own, you know, with my own actions, by my own actions. 
but that's really not how life works, right? Because we can't control other people. We, we just can't. You can't control how somebody acts, but you can control how you react to it. During that time of having fear of rejection and being over loving, this was before I started my spiritual journey, of course, I didn't have confidence in myself. I didn't truly love myself. And so I didn't know any better. Like I didn't. So because I didn't know any better, I didn't act better. You know, when you know better, you do better, right? What helped me work through this and kind of change my outlook on things and therefore changing how I react to, to things is understanding that I can't control people. I can't control outcomes. So in a way, I had to, I had to detach. And that's not to say that I don't love or feel emotions deeply because I, I very much so do. But the actions that come from that aren't from a place of fear. They're from a place of acceptance and awareness. And in a way that actually helps me to love and appreciate deeper, right? So this is your homework assignment that will hopefully keep you busy until the next episode comes out. I want you to write down the things or thing in your life that you're afraid of losing or something that you fear the outcome of or something that you've been trying to control. You know, I'm not going to assign a specific number like I have in the past. Just write down whatever comes to mind for you. Then for each one, I want you to ask four questions. Number one, what am I afraid of? I want you to write down what you're afraid of with this particular situation. Two, what is the worst thing that could happen? I want you to write down your the worst possible scenario you could think of that would come out of this situation, right? Three, what do I know to be true? Get, I want you to get in touch with reality and affirm what you already know about this situation, right? And then four, what's the best thing that could happen? And then write down your best case scenario outcome for this situation. See, it, it's easy to go down a rabbit hole of what ifs and worst case scenarios because our mind will gladly follow the path that we lay for it, right? But by focusing on the logical part of the situation is easier for us to see the positive outcomes and let go of the negative stories that we tell ourselves, right? So last but not least, I'm going to end this episode with some affirmations for the heart chakra. You can say these out loud to yourself or in your head, but repeat after me. I am a being of compassion. I love myself. I release all fears, concerns, and worries about giving and receiving love. I live in balance. I know forgiveness. I am one. Now, take a deep breath in and out. Give yourself grace for where you are in this current moment. I hope you enjoyed this episode, and if you did, don't forget to leave a review, screenshot it, share it with a friend, or on your social media. You can tag me at A-I-R 
underscore W-R-E-N. My DMs are always open and I would love to hear feedback from you so that I can understand what y'all are loving, what questions you have, and what direction I should take with my future episodes. Until we meet again, namaste.